Hey, friends and fellow readers, welcome to another episode of Athens Booked Podcast, where I sit down every week and chat with bookstagrammers, readers, and indie authors about all things, you guessed it, books. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Athens Booked Podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode. I was able to sit down with my friend Jamie, and I will tag her Instagram handle in the description below. If you guys are not following her, you you just need to go immediately. She is the sweetest person, and you're going to fall in love with her accent by the time this episode is over, I swear. And she's just so kind and has such good book recommendations and reviews on her page. Um, so we got together and made a list of some of our favorite fall books so far. And we try to include everything from closed door to open door, cracked door. And, you know, there's a couple of them on here that um, just kind of have fall themed book covers. Um, so we have a little bit of everything. And, you know, on the listen back, we both realized that we didn't do the best job maybe of summarizing the books. We kind of just jumped right into the conversation about them. Uh, so I do want to disclaimer that and we each have um, pretty detailed reviews up on our page. So if you want to learn a little bit more about any of the books that we talk about, uh, you can go search there. I am also going to be uploading a recap post to my blog, which you can find at www.athensbooked.com. So we'll have all of that up and ready for you guys as well um, when this episode airs. But let's jump in. I hope you guys enjoy. Hello. Hi, Jamie. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for asking me and having me. I'm so excited. This is honestly the episode I think I've been most excited about so far, for real. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That blows my mind because I look at some of the amazing authors you've already had on and I'm just like, why me? But I'm so <laughs> excited because you and I love talking books. So I'm excited mm -hmm. to get to talk about them more than just through DMs and group chats. Yes, yes, me too. And I've never done an episode like this before. So I'm just so excited to, yeah, to talk all the fall books, give like 1 million recommendations. <laughs> Yay! Absolutely. There's something for everyone. So that's so exciting. Yes, yes. So let's intro introduce you just a little bit in case anyone listening doesn't follow you yet. Um, how long have you been on Bookstagram and how'd you get started with that? Gosh, this has really been, I feel like a really fast and like unexpected journey. I, in May, started a bookstagram and I started it because um, I actually didn't start reading um, books for entertainment for myself until February of this year. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So that's kind of what, with my handle name, Not Your Llama's Books, I am a mom and an elementary school teacher. So most of the books that I get to read are amazing, but they're also children's books. So um, after listening to some other people and some close friends tell me how much they love reading, I decided to pick up books and completely fell in love with adult literature. Um, 
and wanted to be able to have a place that I could use as a creative outlet to connect with other readers and get and give reviews. But Mm -hmm. I, um, I never thought that it would be a place that I would eventually meet, um, not meet in person, but connect with so many amazing people that love books and authors. And it has really just opened up a completely new world that I'm so thankful to be part of in a community that is just the most amazing community. Yeah, that's that's so cool. Honestly, I'm surprised that you've just been on since May because I do feel like you have fostered a page with such good connections. Um, like like you said, especially with authors and like and everything so quickly. That's yeah. that's incredible. Thank you. I I love it. Um, I didn't. I really didn't go into it expecting that at all, which is I think is amazing, and I think. Mm-hmm. Um, really speaks a lot to the indie community too, to indie authors yeah. for making those awesome connections and being so open. And it's just been awesome. And I've met so many awesome people. And I know you can, you know, you can relate to this too, that your bookstagram besties end up becoming real life people that you text daily and that you're excited to share real life things with through that connection. So it's just really cool. Yes, absolutely. It's the best place on earth for sure. So, okay. Do you remember like the first book that you got started with on bookstagram then, or the first one that you loved and was like, yeah, like this, I'm, I'm going with this. Yes. So the first book that I read, um, you know, starting, like I said, my adult grown up non children's reading journey <laughs> was to love Jason Thorne by Ella Mays. Um, That's a good one. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, this is like, I like this. I want more of this. So um, after reading several of those, I several of her books, all of them, which I loved and adored, um, I wanted more books. And I learned that there's NetGalley, and that was the way that you could read and review um, for free. So, of course, you know, books can be expensive. So I'm like, sign me up for free books. So then I got sucked into that NetGalley life, which is amazing. And there are so many opportunities there. But Mm -hmm. that's actually how I ended up um, finding out about some of the indie authors I worked with, um, Mm -hmm. Megan Ryan King, she had had her first book on there and I got approved to read it. And once I did, I connected with her and after connecting with her was like, I've got, I've, I want more of this. So then just that indie community within bookstagram was great. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's awesome. So what have been some of your favorites so far since joining and just just to kind of let people know your taste before we jump into all these amazing wrecks. So rom-com is my happy sweet spot. Um, I, oh, anything that BK Borson has done has been amazing. I feel like that is going to be my top go-to for someone who says, hey, I want to, I want a rom-com. I'm going to say, then you need to read the Love Light Farm series. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's, you know, now's the perfect time of year and we'll talk about that later. But yeah. any time of year, I just I love how she does such a good job of mixing sweet and swoony and 
steam and so funny and great imagery and development, just everything mm-hmm. amazing. Um, that's definitely one of my go-tos. And um, another one that I really love, and this is another one we'll talk about, I love having a good closed door option too, because mm-hmm. I like being able to recommend, you know, this book can be for anyone who's open for whatever. Or if you've got someone that, you know, is a little more reserved, you can recommend a good closed door option. And I love Madison Wright for that. I think her yeah. writing is beautiful. I love um, the imagery and figurative language that she does. So she's another go-to. Um, and now that I've started to dabble a little in the fantasy world, mm-hmm. like. I kind of totally get the hype now behind the Akatar series. So, yeah, that was Akatar was my first book that I read from Book Talk. Mm. So, I found Book Talk before Bookstagram, and it was the first book that I read after ha- just having so much FOMO of everyone like freaking out about it. And yeah, it it definitely lives up to the hype. I feel like especially once you get into like second and third books, it's like, yeah, it's such a good fantasy series, especially when it's like kind of introducing you, I feel like, into fantasy for sure. Yes, it really is. I was blown away. I know everybody recommends it. It's like you said, it's super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my close friends um in real life, she was like, you know, Jamie, you've got to read this. And I was like, I know, I just, you know, oh, it's just hard. But because it's just so different, I thought, than rom-com. But then someone had suggested, you know, try the graphic audio of it. And I've listened to audiobooks, but listening to the graphic audio, it was a game changer because mm-hmm. it is like listening to a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been really fun, too. But... I just, there's so many amazing authors. It is really, really hard to just narrow it down to a couple of them. I feel like this whole segment that we're doing today is like real life Rex, who I would say on a regular basis, you know? Yes. Yeah. I was, um, I was writing it out just to have as like reference while we're going through this. And I was just thinking to myself, I feel like I have talked to these books to death, but it's because I love them all so much that it's like help it absolutely I agree well let's just jump into them then real quick so we are going to be doing indie fall book recommendations and we are going to go through like you said I love that we have so many options that range from closed door to open door and Mm -hmm. I feel like let's just start with closed door and kind of work our way up I love that Okay, let's do it. So the first one I had was we mentioned Madison or sorry, you mentioned Madison right earlier. And it's her new novel, Just Between Us. Yay. That yeah. comes out. When did, do you know the exact pub date? It is November the 18th, I believe. And I am checking it. Yep. November 18th. So soon. Okay, so super soon. So you guys have, if you want to, it is an interconnected series. So plenty of time to go and read um, Just Go With It before. But I will say I have not read Just Go With It yet. It is on my list. Um, but I was able to completely follow all of the characters and it it really read well, not having read the first one. So if you're wanting a fall book without having to read book one, I feel like you can do that comfortably and keep up with everything. 
Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it's just like, it was the perfect fall comfort read, I feel like. Like, just, it was so cozy and it is dual perspective, which I love. Those are my favorites. So I loved having both Ellie and Cam's perspectives. Yes. And I mean, yeah, I mean, there's like a tree decorating and soup making and. So good. It does. It really does have all those fall things. It just, it's like you said, it's like warm and cozy and it's just a feel good read. Mm -hmm. Um. But what I loved about it, even though it was warm and cozy, feel good. And it does meet all the like pumpkins. Check this, you know, check this holiday. Check this. It meets all those flannel, all the things mm-hmm. that you could want. In fall. There's so much depth to the book, too, mm-hmm. um, that I love. I love it when it is a comfort, but it it's even deeper, you know? Yeah, like they do go through real life struggles and like you said, yeah, there is definitely some some depth to them. And then I loved all the side characters too in this. Yes. Oh, they're so good. So good. Ethel had me cackling. <laughs> yes. I oh, she is amazing. By far, she like she needs Dear Madison, we would love to have an Ethel novella one day because oh yes, she, Ethel spinoff. She is so good. Like Ethel's the kind of character that deserves all the cameos in like the novellas. Like she, she was amazing. Such an unexpected surprise. I loved her. Yes, so fun. And then I liked Ellie's brothers too. Yes, I thought that they added a really good like family element and their relationship was really cute. They did. I loved it. And I'm really excited. Um, I love seeing, and I love that you actually didn't read, just go with it because it's always neat being able to hear from the perspective of if it was a standalone um, where I did read it. So I got to see it as the interconnected series and mm-hmm. I, it was just so fun being able to see, um, Cam have his own book. Um, because, you know, like I really liked him in the first one, you know, the Mm -hmm. first one focuses on his friends that are mentioned in, um, just between us, Cam, I'm sorry, Wes and Lowe, um, who I absolutely adored. And I've got to, it's hard. And I told Madison this, like, I was so team West. Like, I love him. He is just, he's amazing and unhinged and crazy, but I loved him. (laughs) (laughs) I did. So different than Cam. Mm -hmm. But then the way she wrote Cam, I was like, don't tell West, but I think I'm in love with Cam too. (laughs) So he, yes, because you can't, you cannot help but love Cam. I feel like because he is so sweet and caring and like, Oh, yeah. He, he make he, he makes soup. Like, I know. (laughs) Oh, like, oh, everyone that is listening to this, this book, like when it comes to sweetest cinnamon roll, like nurturing, just, oh, but still like that hot guy that is Cam and Ellie. I adored her personality. Like mm-hmm. she is quirky and so uniquely herself. And like, 
I just, I love them both. Like they yeah. are the cutest couple. And, and I love how Sam from Ink and Laurel brought them to life on the cover. Like that yes. cover is just so good. So gorgeous, like stunning. And I do, I, I adored both the characters. I liked Ellie as well. And I really loved how Madison incorporated like her style Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like she was she's just such a stylish like female main character. Yeah. And I was I was jealous of her outfits. I was like, I could never put anything like that together. But she always was like so put together and cute, but not in like a snobby way, I guess. No, I loved how just how just Ellie she was. I don't know how else to say mm-hmm. it. Like she was so I just loved her and her personality. And I love that that plays a part throughout the plot line too. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was really neat. And I I have to admit when I first heard that Madison was going to be doing a forbidden, you know, love story, I was kind of like, okay, where are we going with this? But, oh, I just can't wait for everyone to be able to read it because it is, it, it really does pull on your heart, but it's so sweet and swoony mm-hmm. and full of, like you said, is like he makes soup. Like what? I mean, he's he's a man that makes soup for you. Like yeah. it is just the sweetest. Oh my goodness! Oh, so good. Yes, absolutely. So anyone who likes a good comfort read, uh, forced proximity, forbidden romance, this one should definitely, mm. definitely be added to your TBR. Both loved it. Yes, and Madison. Just one more thing. Like she, yeah, her books are ones that. If you need to recommend a book to anybody that, you know, just anybody, her books, they they fit all the check marks. And that's what I was really excited about when I read um, her first one, Just Go With It, because she showed me that you can write closed door um, books without language that are phenomenal and still have tension and make mm-hmm. it so good that you keep reading it so she's your girl for that yes absolutely I feel like it is similar to a Sarah Adams type book I put that in my review actually which I wrote when in Rome down on this list as well I don't know that it's like super fall vibes but it it gave me a similar vibes to just um just between us so I feel like Mm -hmm. I feel like it has to be on there because yeah it is it's that similar like closed door without explicit language that you're comfortable recommending to anybody but still delivers on the tension and those really like swoony romantic moments that still make your like heart grow (laughs) in your chest I know I think that is such a talent and a testament to these amazing authors who who especially when it is a closed door book they you still get the butterflies and the feelings and mm-hmm. all of that i just think it's you know so talented of them to use their words to still give you that feeling and i i loved when around that one was actually my first um book that i ever did do a review on on my little oh my gosh Instagram. Yes. Oh, that's so that's exciting. It it was a good one. It was my first net galley arc. Mine too. <laughs> that's crazy. That's a good one to be a star one. Oh, so good. And for sure. That's at the bar high. It, it, yeah, for sure. I feel like it's a book that's impossible not to love. 
like i don't know how else to describe it but it's it's small town like Mm -hmm. get off on the wrong foot turned friends to lovers yes please and like (laughs) they're in their banter is so incredible like out of this world it was my favorite their nicknames like oh yes i love it give me i love a good book with banter like Mm -hmm. oh that makes it i love it so good and you know what her this um when in rome also has like metal meddlesome old ladies (laughs) don't remember their names now but they do and the siblings too like i love the sibling part too Mm -hmm. like i just when when the authors pull in that family component like that, it is so good. It is just so good. And it's it's funny because I'm an only child, so I don't I don't have that sibling component. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely love hearing all these different, you know, books that have all this. It's it's just so fun. I love it. And yeah. I I feel like I'm in the family with the siblings. So they're doing mm-hmm. such a good job. I feel that. Yeah, it feels like you're part of the family and it does give more banter opportunities too, I feel like, like between them. Absolutely. So yeah, so not as many like fall references that I remember, but I mean, it's, it's a, he's a baker, he bakes pies and pancakes. And so I feel like it's still a good cozy, like book to read in the fall. It is definitely a good cozy read. I would say for sure it's a good cozy read and I mean I think we can totally tie in pie with pumpkin pie like I mean totally tying it in apple yeah it ties yeah it works the the cover is orange it we're gonna make it work it deserves (laughs) work (laughs) well let's talk about accidentally Amy too because speaking of banter oh speaking of banter yes absolutely like the text exchanges between Starbucks Amy and Mr. Chess had me laughing out loud, like almost every page. I cackled reading this book. I was not expecting it. Um, and it's funny because I've actually um, seen, I several people have recommended Lynn Painter books. Mm-hmm. Um Especially, I have heard so many good things about Mr. Wrong Number, Mm -hmm. and it is on my list. But then I saw the Accidentally Amy cover, and I was like, it's perfect. It's beautiful. It's fall. And then I heard that there was a pumpkin spice latte involved, and it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, sign me up. I need this one. (laughs) So, oh, but it is so, so good. It's like you said, every page I was laughing. (laughs) It was just so and you know what it's shorter too so it's like a quick easy read I still oh my gosh though it took me like a week to read it just because I was traveling and I was so angry that it was taking me so long because I loved it so much and like I just wanted to like find out what happened but it is it's it's a lot shorter so it'd be a really good book to like to binge read or like to throw in sometime I agree it really was and it's it's so fun because it's got the swoon and it's got the, I mean, it's definitely got its elements of steam too, without mm-hmm. being the like explicit open door. 
Oh, it's just so good. And it, oh, it's so funny. The friends, my, the scene that I probably laughed at the most, honestly, I don't know because I laugh throughout the whole book, but when they are playing a game with, with the, um, cousin and friends. Yes. Oh my word. That drinking game. Yes. Billboard. Mm, So funny hilarious so funny but then like you said then you turn around and there's a page that just makes you swoon and is like so sweet and like the cats were funny too I don't know everything every element like added to it um Lynn Painter definitely made me into someone who apparently likes a cat daddy because (laughs) oh my gosh I didn't know that that was a thing apparently it is and she made it one point because I mean, how could you not? Like, he's just, it was so, so good. I Such a well-written book. It was hilarious. So good. This is definitely one that if you need something to just, to read that's not too long and that mm-hmm. you just need something lighthearted and fun. Yes. And it does talk about fall festivals. So it's, I mean, it's perfect. And pumpkin spice lattes. Mm-hmm. like Yeah, it's literally the perfect fall read. And I, okay, I feel like, to me, Izzy was the perfect, like, quintessential quirky heroine. Like, sh- I thought she was hilarious. Yes. I feel like some people would think she was, like, too much or, like, annoying. But it is just so lighthearted, and I love those types of books. I do, too. Yeah. I love that Izzy is a big personality. Mm-hmm. Um Because she is, and she's definitely one of those people that is, like you said, I'm sure some people are, like, you know, we need to take someone like that in low dosages, but I loved it. Like I loved, I loved how chaotic and imperfect she was. I think it just added, um, and she, like, she's just, I loved how real she was. And I loved Mm -hmm. how he thought that as well, because, you know, Blake even says in it, he's like, I mean, I like the, you know, I like work Izzy, but I absolutely adore the sweatshirt or sweatpants, like baggy Mm t-shirt hair in a knot. Like he loves her for the messy person she is. And I I love that. It's it's such a fun book. It is. It is so fun. Lots of pop culture references. And And it does still deliver, I feel like, on the tension because it is kind of like a forbidden workplace romance. So, like, you have that aspect as well. So, it it hits every single box and is, like, yeah, perfect for fall. I mean, look look at the cover. It's so pretty. So pretty. So pretty. Love it. Okay, so all three of those were, like, top fall recommendations for Closed Door. And then... Oh, no, we have, sorry, we have Under the Marble Sky. Yes. I have not read that one yet, so this is all you. It's on my list. I feel so bad because I did get an arc, and just things have been so crazy. I haven't gotten to it yet, but it's, like, top of my list. Well, I can tell you, Stephanie is one of the absolute nicest humans on the face of the planet. So she is just amazing and so sweet and kind, and... Yes, hers is another that I would definitely recommend as a closed door comfort read. Um, Oh, it is. It's really good. And 
like as like we talked about, we've got a variety of books here. There's definitely some that have more angst and things like that. And this book, what I love about this one is it is more of an internal struggle versus external angsty things. Okay. And sometimes I just need that. And I love that this one is also one that involves an author, the female main character, Brooke is an author and she has written an absolute hit of a book and she's trying to find inspiration because she's just kind of stuck and just not feeling inspired. And she's got her agent breathing down her neck. Like you've got to do this. So she goes on this writing retreat and it's in Marble, Colorado. And the way that Stephanie, her visualization in here, I felt like I was in Marble, Colorado. Like I, and it's this time of year, so it's perfect for right now. But it's just, I mean, everything from the look, the feel, the taste, the smells, just everything. I mean, she completely took us there. And what I love is in real life, she actually did visit Marble, Colorado. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So to watch her feed and to see her posting pictures of inspiration of things inspired by in the book, it's neat because I'll look at it and I'm, oh, I totally thought that this is what it would look like because of how well she wrote that. Wow. That's um, awesome. It is. So she meets um, our male main character, um, Caleb, and he's another wonderful cinnamon roll. And he works at a touring company there who does tours and he's healing from something and she's needing inspiration. And it's just a really beautiful story of where healing and inspiration can come together. Um, and the side characters in there, I really like the character development with some of the side characters who in the beginning, I love when you're reading a book and in the beginning it's like, I can't stand this character. <laughs> But then they end up becoming someone you really appreciate and they added so much value to the book. So I love that because you see that in here. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I, yeah, like I said, it's top of my list. I'm going to get to it because yeah, I, this is just like you said, if it's like, sounds like the perfect fall time read where you can like imagine that time of year in Colorado, like where's a better place to go for fall. (laughs) Yes, it she took us there in this book and it is definitely it's cozy. It's it's one that you're going to want to just cozy up and read and you feel good after you've read it. It's a good feel good comfort. Love that. Love that so much. So, four amazing closed door romances. Let's switch over a little bit to some open door um because we both like those as well. <laughs> we have some good oh, ones. Yes. We like the variety, and that's that's what I have loved so much about Bookstagram and the community is just the recommendations. You get everything from every level, and it's the best. Yes, absolutely. So, okay, the first one I wrote down, I feel like is another one, kind of like when in Rome, where I feel like it doesn't overtly talk about fall, but it's just kind of like a cozy read-ish. I don't know. If mm-hmm. but it. It takes place in like Idaho. So like you, I don't know. And the imagery is good there as well. So you kind of feel like you're on a ranch. So it's still like just lends and the cover, I feel like very much lends to fall vibes. 
And it's just yes. a good book to read. So I included it. <laughs> yes. But it was, um, wow, I feel like I've caused all the suspense now, but it is Rootbound by Tara DeWitt. <laughs> Yay! Have you, have, have you read this one yet? I have not, but this, so I'm struggling because this was on the top of my TBRs by her. And then somebody mailed me funny feelings and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to put this one on top. And then I see every single review about co-op and I'm just like, can I just read all three of them at once? Because I cannot wait. Inhale them. Yeah. They're all, all phenomenal. Honestly, I feel like you could read all of them in the fall and still feel like those, they, I'm speechless because they're just too good. You're first of all, you're going to love them. You're going to love them. Um, I so wait. I read funny feelings first and then root bound and then the co-op, but they're all standalone. So you can read them in absolutely any order. I feel like the co-op would be, um, I, I had it on the list originally too. Cause I feel like the cover again, I, maybe it's just the orange covers that are, I'm, I'm like fall, <laughs> even though the books aren't. I love that. <laughs> We're all inclusive from the covers to the plot, everything, anything fall vibes. Love it. Well, so the co-op takes place in California. So I feel like you don't get like so many like fall Mm -hmm. vibes, but the cover lends to it. It's just a heartwarming, messy story. So, I mean, that one's good to read anytime. But Rootbound, like I said, it takes place on a ranch um, where they're actually shooting like a TV show, like sort of oh. Yellowstone style. Yeah. Oh, and, I love that. Mm-hmm. So, um, the main character Tate has to, or has decided to travel back to her hometown, which is on the ranch, um, as a photography job. Uh, she took the job before knowing like where it was, of course. And then while she's there, she meets Henry who works for the ranch and has kind of found his place with the her family who she's been estranged from and so it's just kind of a like friends to lovers slow burn between the two of them Mm -hmm. and she's also you just also still have that family dynamic of her trying to find her place um with her family who she hasn't spoken to and like since she was young and then henry Mm -hmm. is like starts off grumpy but is a secret cinnamon roll cowboy and he hits you with the good girl yeah and the honey yeah i love these moments mm -hmm, obsessed with him like i'm obsessed (laughs) with him i love him so much so i just feel like it's a it's just a really heartwarming book um but also has like these really funny kind of crazy family uh, dramatic reveal moments as well. So yeah, Ooh. it's good. Yeah. It has it all. <laughs> I, I love that. And you know what I think it is? And I think I feel this too, something about farm ranch, something about that. I don't know why maybe it's like, I don't know the thoughts of going to apple farms and going mm-hmm. here and there and doing that. But I definitely feel the vibes for fall with that. But, and it's like you said, that cover, it is stunning. And, oh, I definitely want to read that because a slow burn mm-hmm. is my favorite. Friends to lovers, so good. So that one sounds like it checks all the boxes. So that's going to, so it's going to make the decision which one to read first, even harder. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. They're all good. Gosh, I really don't know what to tell you. Because then you have funny feelings, which also has kind of a fall type vibe cover with the umbrella and the flowers. Yes. 
we'll have to put the vote up. I'll put the vote up and we'll see. We can let the people decide. Actually, you have to do that. I will. We'll do that later. Honestly. Because now I'm very curious to see what people would say. I feel like I feel like more people have read Funny Feelings and then like mm-hmm. now the co-op. Um, anyways, they're all phenomenal. You literally can't, can't go wrong with any of them. You're going to love every single one of them. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. But okay, so that is uh, a recommendation for me. Like I said, not totally like fall vibes, kind of like the ones before, but still phenomenal. Can't recommend it enough. Um, but I feel like Need Some More Time by Nellie Wilson. It does technically take place in like summer yes but it's such a cozy like read that I feel like when I was reading it I still felt those cozy fall vibes I mean how can you talk about fall things without talking about bonfires and s'mores exactly campfire dates yeah it it has to fit oh loved this one and I absolutely love her too she's another just amazing author at engaging with her readers yes so good yes I she always has the best content like that includes her characters from like all the books that she has in the works absolutely best and she's hilarious (laughs) she is she is so fun I I got to read an arc for it and I feel like I'm that annoying reader that does slide into the DMs and I will give you my play by play of what I'm reading, even if you didn't ask. And she was like, no, no, like I'm here for it. So it was so much fun getting to read an arc with the author and just saying everything and just giving my thoughts on everything. And it like, as a teacher, something with this book, like it just resonated so much. Um, The burnt out teacher feel. And, you know, I posted on a review that I didn't feel the burnout that June did, who's the female main character, but I, there's so many truths behind what she spoke. And I saw so many amazing teachers leave the profession because of that. And just, I love that she brought, it was very raw and vulnerable. Yes. And I love that, you know, she, she did that. She, she wrote the book on it. So it's so good. I feel like they were such realistic characters with realistic problems that, mm-hmm. yeah, you couldn't help but relate to them. Even if you, like, I mean, my best friend is a teacher, but I'm not a teacher, so I definitely can't relate to that. But I could, I don't know, it. I feel like it was relatable for teachers and then for others who aren't teachers still really opened your eyes to yeah. that problem that maybe you had never thought about before. She did a great job, I feel like, of making it to where you could relate. Like you said, if you are in education or even if you're just a person that's burnt out from everything, from the pandemic and just careers, anything, Mm -hmm. I feel like June can be super relatable for that. And then it was hilarious, too, just bringing in the camping component, which I feel like that's another quintessential fall thing is camping like for sure so fun and hilarious yeah and then you had Colin who was like socks and sandals man bunning it around like perfect with his and you know what too his little cabin I know there's nothing more fall than like a cabin with a cute cat that you're just like cozying up even though their couch is like scary 
creepy. It is. Call <laughs> another cat daddy to add to the list. This is going to become a thing. We need to do like a cat daddy recommendation post. We, do. <laughs> we, do. We'll have to, we will have to circle back to that for sure. Yes, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, such a good comforting read. But like you said, it's another one that goes a lot deeper and can, mm-hmm. not that it feels heavy, but definitely touches on like more deeper topics. I told her too, whenever I got the arc, I had messaged her and said, you know, um, <laughs> this is a rom-com, but seriously, a couple pages and I was choked up and I told her, I said, I'm very emotional just to see, to see that she wrote about how the pandemic affected children mm-hmm. in a school setting and their relationships. Um, the way she did it, it's, it's something that we're still seeing every day and we're going to for a long time. But I love that she addressed that. And it was, it. I, I told her, I said, you know, I did not expect to go in a couple pages already like choked up. <laughs> so she did a great job. Absolutely. Phenomenal. And it is her debut, um, which is crazy too, when you think about that. Crazy. But I'm also excited for her next one that comes out uh, next year too. Yes, I am too. Yeah. So many good things in the work for her. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's move on to, I don't know what to call it. Like It's like the white whale of fall romance, I feel like. Okay. Let's do it. Well, we mentioned it a little bit at the top, but Love Light Farms by B.K. Borison is everything to me. (laughs) It is this book. And I think, I think this is just, it's so hard to explain this book because I just think Bex does the most amazing job of mixing sweet, Mm -hmm. swoony, but sensual and then there's tension and it's steamy but it's not super explicit to the point that it's just beautiful like her scenes they're beautiful and like the 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 connections and the imagery and the characters like i'm just i i refuse to believe that love light farms is not a real place and that these people are not real people 100% agree like they <laughs> A hundred percent agree. They are out in the world right now. I want to travel there. I want to move there. I don't think I've at up to this point had read a book with imagery as good as this because it doesn't feel like it's hitting you with the imagery. It just makes you feel like you're there and it just makes it so comforting and cozy. Like it feels like a big hug, like a bear hug. Nice. And it's like you said, the imagery is not, it doesn't feel like it breaks up any, any of the story is, it just, it's almost lyrical how it just, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It's just so good. And so I'm going to do a little bit of a spoiler, but we are going to have a part two to this uh, podcast episode and we're going to do winter books. Yes. But we decided to include it in the fall books category because it really does take you through I feel like the fall into holiday season and it's not overtly Christmas like it does happen on a Christmas tree farm but it doesn't like hit you over the head with it being like Christmas time I feel like and it's we we do exactly and we see the um we see a Thanksgiving 
family scene that takes place before Thanksgiving. So it really, it is kind of crazy. This is like prime time, love light farm time right now. It's, it's love light season, friends. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> have you, have you seen any of her uh, like little teases for the new merch store? Yes. And yeah. I apologize now if she's listening to this for blowing up her DMs every time she posts something. And I'm just like, I love this. I have to have it. And I'm surprised that I have not been blocked at this point, to be honest. But it's just, it's so, everything is so good. So good. It just like sucks you in. It's one of those books that makes you want it to be your entire personality. Like, yes, honestly, forever, like not even for a set amount of time, because I still think about it all the time. And yes. yeah, I, I just decided like there's like she's selling these postcards that I'm oh, obsessed with. Yeah, I'm buying multiple. I'm just like hanging them up around the house. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> and I, So something that I really love that kind of goes along with this. I love that with the new Love Light cover that she's mm-hmm. released. I love that she said that she based it off of that old vintage Christmas card feel. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you feel like even just when you read the story, like that's, you feel that when you read this, you know? Yes. It is just so good. But yeah, everything, I cannot wait to get everything. I want the hat. I want the beanie with the palm. Mm-hmm. If Like all of it. I, mean, I want the sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you know, I know we're talking and you can't see, but definitely sipping out of the phone tree mug right now. Like, oh my gosh. I'm a sucker for March. I can't oh help it. God. No, me neither. I want all of it. I've been trying so hard to um, to have some self-control with that. And <laughs> I've been doing good, but but now it's like almost Christmas and like my birthday's coming up and I'm like, I this is all I want. I just want all of it. <laughs> and you deserve it. So chase yourself. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. But yeah, literally the perfect fall cozy read. I I already have my Christmas tree up, so mm-hmm. I will be doing nice. my reread soon. <laughs> I'm so excited. And this is something I think that speaks a lot to this book, but not only this, all of all of Beck's books that I have, um, they are they are so good that not only do I recommend them, I reread them. So with mm-hmm. Love Light. I've already read it twice um, and other pieces of it even more than that. But I've I've already read it, annotated, and now that there's this new one, I'm going to read it and annotate it too. And I don't, it's going to be so good this next time. Like mm-hmm. each time I've read it, I've enjoyed it even more. And I think that says so much when you can read a book, not get tired of it. In fact, want it even more after you've read it. Absolutely. That says everything about it and the writing. And yeah, it doesn't get better than Vex. So good. And I adore, as as we talked about earlier, I love a friends to lovers. Yes. And I, Stella and Luca, I mean, they are the bar. And they're just so good. And I, I love Stella because she, she's just messy and has such good intentions. And I just love her. And I mean, Luca, like name a better book boyfriend. I just can't like, I adore him. 
I'm very excited for my reread because I feel like the first time I read it, I was genuinely, I think I've said this before, but so blown away by the writing of it that I didn't like take as much time to appreciate the characters. Like I feel like, yeah, Stella, I can relate to her 10,000%. Like with her her personality and being so messy and like hoarding things like, so, and then Luca, I do think with it being single point of view, I didn't appreciate Luca as much as like in her other two books where I really got to know more so I'm just excited now that I've read her other two novels and then now going back I'm really looking forward to like appreciating Luca more if that makes sense that's such a good point in fact I think I even forget that it is written only in Stella's point of view but okay I have to ask and you know not saying any spoilers but have you read the bonus scene Okay, and the bonus epilogue? So I have not. And the reason is because I knew I was going to reread the whole thing. And I've almost caved like multiple times because I have it on Kindle and everything oh. too. But yes. I, I just knew I was going to reread it. And I decided that it would just be so fun to reread it like, like beginning to end and then ha- have that right. as like a little treat at- afterwards. I just have to say, obviously no spoilers, the bonus chapter is from Luca's point of view. Mm-hmm. I, I I, just have no words. Like we're, we'll have to just come back and talk about it all on okay. its own because Bex delivers on making up for not having him and his point of view up until now. She delivers in these pages and it is amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay. See, I... I knew, I knew mm. I was going to thank myself eventually for saving it. <laughs> like, because it, listen, it is so worth it. It is so worth it. I lack self control, so I had to immediately, whenever she posted that it had dropped, I was like, okay, going right now. Even before my book got to my house, like on Kindle, doing yeah. it, um, <laughs> reading it, it just. <sighs> It is so good. And I really, I know a lot of people, I would definitely say this is probably my most recommended book. Mm-hmm. Um, at least not most recommended, but at least that people have read based off of recommendations that I feel mm-hmm. like I've gotten feedback from. Good job. And I mean, she, she can write anything like her, her yeah. grocery list would be phenomenal. But yes. I, I know several people who have read it off season. A lot of people have been waiting until now, and I can't wait to hear the reaction to someone reading it the first time all the way through with this new epilogue and with mm-hmm. this new scene. I like It's one of those I can't imagine. I couldn't have imagined making this book any better, and then it's like, oh, she did. So, so good. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm very excited. Yeah. We'll have to do like a little recap at the beginning of the next episode when we talk about winter books and we can talk about it. Uh, Yeah. Because I, I am so stoked, but yeah, I, it is a book. I feel like you can read any time of year. I read it in April. We just celebrated Christmas in April this year with it and perfect. But now would it, it's just going to make it even better. It's like going to make it even more cozy. And then you can still read in the weeds kind of in the fallish time. And too. something that I absolutely loved is that you and I actually got connected through doing this as a buddy read. 
That's so true. That is so true. Oh my gosh, we did. We did. Full circle. (laughs) It is so fun. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me either. (laughs) I love it so much. So yeah, so the perfect book to kick off fall slash holiday season. I know almost everyone is kind of like getting into the holiday spirit early, which makes me so happy because I always do it around this time of year because it's like yes. it's like my my birthday tradition is putting up my tree. So Yay. yeah, so I'm just I so excited. That. Yeah, so good. So many good recs. And then I know we had a few kind of honorable mentions as well. Just I think they were books that we just wanted to recommend and kind of still go through the fall timeline or, or bring that fall feel. Um mm-hmm. So we talked about the co-op already, which, like I said, it's just yeah. the cover just totally is fall. And it's such a heartwarming read that I think it would be really good to cozy up with. And it's just recently debuted here in the fall. So that's perfect. That's perfect. I wrote down Bewitched as well. Did you get to that one? I did not, but I was super interested in it. And I know that she has been another author that's been great with engagement with readers. So it's Kendra Mace. Is that right? Okay. So it's Bewitched by Kendra Mace. I didn't get to that one either. It's definitely fall witchy type vibes, Um, but it's on my list. It sounds so cute and definitely like fall vibes. Yes. Perfect for this time of year. And then we talked about In the Weeds. Oh, I mean, In the Weeds is another, I mean, another one that you can read here. It's got to be the farm thing. It's the, it, it, I think so. And I mean, it's also a Christmas tree farm. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, yes. In the Weeds is technically set in the spring, but it's Beckett. So you should just it read is. him no matter and what. <laughs> and you know what? I, We've got to do this again next year when Charlie's story comes out and talk about it because it's going to be the fall one. And oh, I cannot wait. I can't wait. I'm yeah, the suspense will probably kill us all. (laughs) I think, but yes, it still can be read anytime. Um, can be read as standalones, but should be noted that it is better to read them in order for sure. I think. Um, and then, okay, have you read All Roads Lead here? Were you in our buddy read with that? I can't remember now. So I had signed up for the buddy read before I realized that my TBR was pretty much impossible at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it still is, but I did not get to read it. But tell me about it because I hear okay. such good things. So it, it was my first Mariana Zapata book. So she's known for the slow burns and they are like, they are thick babies, like 500 some pages. So it is a true slow burn. Like you get, I think like 50% in and like maybe their fingers have brushed. Like, so Ooh, that's a good slow one. So good. But um, this All Roads Lead Here is about a uh, woman who has... Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but she's kind of gone through a life change and Mm -hmm. is trying to figure out like what she wants to do next and ends up going back to the town that she grew up with, with her mom, um, and needs a place to stay and, uh, ends up renting this garage apartment of, uh, Rhodes who Mm. didn't actually approve like of his son putting their garage apartment up for rent. So it's kind of like a, yeah, kind of like a 
opposite of a meet cute. He's not happy, but she ends up getting to stay. And, um, you know, he really distrusts her and isn't one, you know, for relationships, really. He's um, a single dad, age mm-hmm. gap uh oh, romance cool. yeah he he oh has a gosh. uniform yeah it's really it's so good it is um it is single point of view but it's she just does such a good job of the inner monologue I feel like with this one and like yes it is a romance but there's also a lot of self-discovery and things like that of that nature with her as well so mm-hmm. um so yeah it is my favorite Mariana's Zapata book that I've read so far and their relationship is so sweet. Rhodes is another like very much big grump that doesn't ever really turn cinnamon roll. But like through his actions, you see like he follows her home when it's snowing and oh, like, the, just, yeah, those little things. And um, it is also set in Colorado. So mm. would definitely be a it's just a good comfort, like fall time cozy read, I feel like. I love that. That is definitely one that I have got on my TBR and we love a slow burn. Yes. And so, okay, the other um, MZ book that I read recently was The Wall of Winnipeg and Me. I liked that one too. I just still like Rhodes better. Um, Mm -hmm. But the narrator for her books, they're like the woman that does it. She's done like all of them. Mm -hmm. And I actually really liked it. So I feel like it would be a good one on audio too, if you wanted to do that instead. I love a good recommendation for audio books because that has been something that I've recently gotten into. So Mm -hmm. I love that, especially for books that are larger, that they, to be able to break it up and just listen. I love that. Yes, for sure. Me too. I've gotten a lot more into them lately. And yeah, especially for the thicker books, like you said, it's just nice mm-hmm. to be able to put it on and not like have that, um, like that feeling when you sit down to read a, a big book where you're like, oh no. <laughs> yes. This is going to take yes. forever. Yeah. Yes. It does help that. Um, but the other one I wrote down was Coffee and the Contingency Plan. So that one, have you read that one? That is another one I have not. It is definitely up there, but I love chatting with her. Jessica, yes, she's the sweetest. She's another one that I feel like is really good with engaging and like (laughs) posting really good things about her characters. Um, So it is a college romance um, and it's following them through their senior year. So I feel like you still do get a little bit of that like, fall time period at a little bit because it is like the start of school and like you kind yes. of follow them through so yeah and lots of talk of like coffee and things like that which is very fall time we love that yeah yes it is and that's the one that has recently debuted I know it was September I believe this mm-hmm. is the review or the debut so good debut for this time of year that is another one that is up there that Everybody that I have talked to that's read it has just said it's an amazing debut. Yes, yes. I was reading it and it was, yeah, definitely one where as I was reading it, I couldn't believe that it was her debut novel. That's wonderful. Very good. Opposites attract. Very sweet. Very sweet. That's a fun, that's a fun trip. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other ones that had come to mind when we were trying to figure out like narrow down our list (laughs) it's hard and the list just narrowing it down between 
this episode and another one was impossibly hard. It felt like there are so many that that I do want to read there. I just can't even think of all of them right now. Every time I would see someone review one, it's just like, oh, I'm going to add that. Oh, I'm going to add that. So we'll have to do one next year and just, you know, yeah, add all of them in. Um, one of them that maybe we can kind of preview but not go into today because it's definitely more of a next time one. Speaking of fall and setting up like Thanksgiving, um, so this will be kind of a sneak peek for next time, is the five dates between friends. Um, It is one that if you need something to carry over until next time, begins at the Thanksgiving fall. But the majority of it is definitely more of a Christmas winter. So that can be one that we kind of carry over. And leave in suspense for then. Okay, yeah, actually, that one um, is on my list as well by Aaron Thompson. So I'm excited to get to that one so we can chat about that more. Yes, in our part two episode, um, I did also put a little story or question box up on my stories to ask for recommendations of other people's favorite fall um, oh, fall recommendations, yes. and it was actually it was Stephanie under the marble yes. sky. Stephanie. Yes. She yes. said, the, she said the X hex. Oh, I have seen that one around. I haven't read it yet, but that one looks really cute. She said that that one was amazing. Um, and I've seen so many good reviews and I've had several read that and the follow-up, the kiss curse. And those are ones that I agree. Those would be so good for this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard great recommendations. Very good. Yeah, me too. So that was one. And then someone else said um, Ninth House. And they said it's oh. a great dark academia, like spooky vibe. So Ooh. yeah. So I'm going to, I actually feel like I have seen that one around, but I don't know much about it. I feel like it's more like fantasy type, which maybe we'll include some more fantasy in oh. the next episode. Because yeah, we definitely didn't yeah. talk about any any of those much except for Akatar, but but yeah so anyone looking for kind of like a more of a dark academia type book ninth house yeah is recommended um one other one I actually remember that I had on my list but did not get to and I've heard good things about is fall into you and that's by Caroline Frank I've heard some good things about that too so that's another one for a wreck that did not get to read yes put it on your list <laughs> And then come tell us. Absolutely. It's still on. Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like that was all of now I'm like having to double check. I do have fallen to you though, as the sample on my Kindle. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yes. It's one that I want to read. I've got, I just didn't get a chance to yet, but I have heard great things about it. And she's another one that's wonderful with reader engagement online awesome so yeah so definitely we'll be checking that out and that was a lot and a lot of book recommendations that we just shoved at you guys but um you know we'll I'm sure talk more on stories and I'll put a list of everything in a blog post as well to kind of compile everything and um I'm so excited to hear everyone's thoughts about especially the books coming you know that are coming out later this month and I'm also excited for part two of when we talk about some more. (laughs) It is going 
to be fun. It's exciting. I love talking about books. Who doesn't love talking about books? I don't know. So, I really don't. Yay. Thank you so much for letting me come on and get to talk about books. Oh my gosh. I'm so, so thankful that you came on to do this with me. There's no one else I'd want to do this episode with. Um, this is so fun. So fun. It's my favorite thing. Like truly, like I always still get nervous beforehand, but then once we're doing it, I'm like, no, I literally just get to talk about books with people. Like <laughs> the best. The best. Well, is there anything you're reading now or anything that you're looking forward to reading coming up that people should kind of keep an eye out for? Oh, so much. So I used to only read one book at a time, but then I fell into this whole, let's do everything all at once. So I'm actually getting to right now. I am alpha reading along with Megan Ryan King for her book three in her Hawaiian getaway series. Um, And I can't say anything about it, but... That one's going to be one I look forward to. So that's one of my reads. I am also getting ready to start tonight, Baggage Claim by Juliana Smith. And I'm so excited because we get to talk about that in part two. Yes. Um, And then another one I'm looking forward to, another arc is um, On the Line by Amanda Chaperon coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm excited. I've got some arcs that I'm really excited to read coming up. And then I am currently listening to A Court of Mist and Fury. And it's exciting. How far are you you into it? So I'm really not that far into it. I actually was talking with um, a friend, one of my coworkers who a lot of us know get lit with lens. She and I were talking about it today and I thought I was a lot further along and audiobooks can be deceiving mm-hmm. when you think you're further along. I'm really only on chapter seven. So I've got a long way to go. Yeah. Just getting into like the setting the scene. Well, because, yeah. yeah. Well, because you shared so much about that, I have started re-listening to or re-reading, but it's listening to Avatar. So I'm almost 50% in. I I think I have like, okay, so the graphic audio is different too, because it's like split up into two parts. Yes. Okay. I was like, or at least it is on Hoopla. I don't know if that's everywhere else. It is. Imagine my confusion when I read with Akatar the first half and I thought I was done. And then it's like, oh no, there's some. No, no. You've yeah. still got six more hours. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm almost done with the first like half or like the first one. And then, um, but yeah, it is, it's so different reading it the second time around because also like, a Court of Mist and Fury and A Court of Wings and Ruin are so long that there are definitely mm-hmm. some things I've forgotten because I, I actually read them back at like the beginning of the year. So there's definitely like some things I've forgotten, but it is it is very interesting reading it the second time around, knowing like what's coming. And I'm just so excited to get to that. Um, but yeah, but so good. I love that. I'm going to have to reread it because just you know, there's a lot of information you get and that you don't understand. But there's parts that I think that I'm, it's like, okay, I think this is foreshadowing. And it has been so much fun. If, if people have not read these, you have got to read these with people on bookstagram Mm -hmm. that 
have because the experience of live texting and just it is so much fun. It is. It is, I love it. It makes the experience better. Experience in it with people on Booksta. So, oh my gosh, I bet. Yeah, it's been so fun. Yeah, one of the worst things. Truly, this is going to sound really dramatic, but um, so I read Akatar in January and A Court of Mist and Fury like right after because I couldn't put them down, and I so mm-hmm. I have just started on Bookstagram and. I had no one at all, like anywhere to talk to about A Court of Mist and Fury, like when I was done. And I was so dramatic about it. But I was like, I have to talk to someone about this book. Like, it's my new favorite book probably ever, like fantasy book And yeah, <laughs> I was dying. I cannot imagine because I have had so many amazing books to besties that are like, you have got to tell me this. And I, I would text, you know, where I'm at and I'm like, sorry if I'm bothering you. And it's like, no, I will drop everything and hear your reactions to this because I want to. So people, (laughs) people are so enthusiastic about it. So if you have not read them, definitely, definitely reach out because it makes the experience awesome. That's so fun. No, I do love that. And I feel like the graphic audio is the way to go. But I will also say I'm a big baby. And so I'm like nervous when we get to the end because I'm not going to spoil anything. But there's like hunting, you know, involved in the first part of the first book. And like the sounds, I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't like that. I did not like that part. So I'm nervous when we get to the end. The sounds. I can't imagine just because, again, no spoilers, but even in the first one, it is, you know, it is theatrical. Just like if you were, like you said, if someone is hunting, you're going to hear that. If someone's sick, you're going to hear that. You're going to hear all the things. So um, I did not realize how graphic it would be. So me neither. And I feel like it was a little bit of an adjustment as well because of like there is background noise, like almost a hundred percent of the time. Like yes. with the fire, even just the I don't know, like the fire crackling or like the wind yes. blowing, and that was definitely a little bit of an adjustment. But I've de- I feel like I've gotten used to it, and I'm fine now. Yes. But but yeah, I'm still nervous for like the ending, and like I know some of the things that happen where I'm like I don't know if I want to hear all those <laughs> sounds. Well, now I just cannot wait. Like I was already excited, and everyone's. I, this is not a spoiler, but everyone's like, you've just got to get to chapter 55, get to chapter, chapter 55. 55. So yes. I was all excited for that. And now I'm just like, okay, well, the ending too. So I can't yeah. wait. But. I can't wait to hear what you think. What are you reading right now? So I, so I'm listening to Akatar. Um, I also, because of Bookstagram now, like can't read just book one book at once apparently anymore. <laughs> um, but I started Baggage Claim by Juliana Smith. So I'm like, Five, yes, so I'm five chapters in, so I'm excited to chat with you about that one too. Um, nice. It's very cute so far. Uh, I'm very excited to see it. I it's, feel like it's turning into fake dating. So, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, so excited for that one. And then um, I've been really thinking about starting Elsie Silvers. Is that her name? Like the Heartless. I don't know. It's like a cowboy ranch or something like that like and I've heard the spice is really good in that and then I also have a um 
Candy Steiner's like the blind side. The foot I think it's a football romance or some type of sports. I movie. want to hear about this because I have seen I feel like this one's one that's blowing up. I'm starting yeah. to see more and more of. Mm-hmm. Um so I definitely and I love a good sports romance. Me too. So. Me too. So I'll let you know. Um I have it downloaded on my Kindle. I don't know when I'll get to it because I do have a couple of arcs. Um that are oh I have Chloe Lisa's new book I I somehow was approved for that arc on NetGalley two wrongs make a right I think is what it's called God, that's exciting that, that is embarrassing good one. yes yeah, so I'm excited for that one so I'll start that one here soon um but yeah that's what I got so far that's exciting yeah lots of good stuff on the docket lots so of many good books ahead. Yes, so many things to talk about. Um, But Jamie, thank you again for talking to me. Before we go, do you just want to just shamelessly plug yourself here and let people know where they can find you? Sure, you can find me on Booksta. My handle is not your llama's books. And it's just a fun place that I want you to be able to come and come chat books and just Come as you are and just come and chat books because it's amazing. And this community has brought so much joy and happiness into my life. And I know it will with yours too. And yeah, just come and chat books. It's fun. Yeah. Slide into her DM. She's so sweet about that. I feel like we've had so many good just book chats through DMs and like buddy reads and group chats and stuff. We have. It's fun. It's oh, a yeah. hot mess sometimes, but come on, it's fun. <laughs> the the more hot mess, the better, I feel like. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's my theme for life, so bring it. <laughs> Yay, thank you for having yes. me. This was great. I can't wait. Part two. Part two is coming soon. Thank you. Wasn't that so fun? I am so thankful for Jamie for coming on this week and talking all of the fall books. I hope we were able to bring you guys some recommendations that you will love. And definitely keep an eye out for part two of this segment that will be coming out in a few weeks where Jamie and I talk all things winter books. I'm so excited for that. We already have so many more ideas that we're going to be bringing to that episode. Um, So yeah, so keep an eye out for that. But thank you guys so much for listening this week. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Athens Booked Podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss any of the amazing upcoming episodes we're going to have. We will have exclusive interviews with indie authors as well as chat with bookstagrammers to bring you the very best book recommendations. You can also find me on Instagram or TikTok at Athens Booked. And you can sign up for my newsletter at www.athensbooked.com so you get all the notifications for everything that we've got coming up.